Welcome to the MF Gamers Podcast. This is Play One Bin for May 2019. Yep. I'm Hendo and here's Ben. Hello. Subbing for Jim once again. He's busy boy, he's Jim. Yeah. Unfortunately, I haven't actually been playing much this month, so we'll see what happens. It's nothing like building the anticipation, though, like really <laughs> hyping it up, getting people ready for the show. Everything after me is is great. <laughs> everything, everything is fantastic. Your stuff is brilliant. All the forum stuff is amazing. Yeah, so I did a little bit of Resident Evil 5 because it's on Game Pass. All right. Because I played it through at least, I think about two times through with Ildog on the 360, and we really loved it. I remember it being quite short. I definitely played it multiple times. I can't remember if I played it multiple times with him. But we dragged it out and we might have got all the achievements on it. Maybe, I'm not sure. I'm going to guess he has, even if you haven't. He probably has, yeah. But I really remember liking it. So I played it for the first time in years. The controls are a bit weird. I can't really describe why. It's just, it feels a bit weird. Maybe I was just used to Gears of War or something and my memory was it. It felt quite similar, but it doesn't really. Mm. It looks pretty good. Is it still racist? There's still loads of white people and lightly brown people yeah. in there. I felt it got a bit of a, a bit of harsh treatment. But equally, if that was the treatment it got then, imagine if that game came out now. Yeah. As I said to Nag on the Resident Evil podcast, you know, it's set in Africa, what are you going to do? Yeah. Really? I mean, you could argue that why set it in Africa in the first place, but otherwise you'd just be avoiding certain countries for for reasons of stuff like that or continents it's more the the problem of you know the white savior trope rather than mm. that game in isolation i guess but i kind of regret bringing this up to be honest <laughs> uh we've been doing a little bit of apex yep trying to get the most of our money's worth out of the battle pass <laughs> and failing and failing miserably yeah i still love that game even when we lose i we finished quite high up quite a lot but we've also finished i think once we were last yeah, I think I've only finished last, maybe twice, and it's usually involved the dropship, but... Yeah. Uh, I say usually once, I guess, if it's twice, and then the last time, I think we just landed in a bad place, I forget what it was, but usually teams have gone before we've even hit the ground, because we tend to jump out late. Yeah, but even when we lose, like we come last, I don't really finish it and go, oh, that's terrible, I don't want to play this anymore. It's just like, yeah, okay, fair enough, let's start again. Yeah, I'm more inclined to jump straight back in. I want to end on a a decent run, even if it's only, you know, you were eighth or something, but as long as you played it for a decent amount of time. Yeah, but it's basically a chatting thing for us. Yeah. There's very few times when it's tense and there's, like, the silence, and we're just, like, (laughs) watching what other people are doing and stuff. Yeah, whenever that happens, we lose. That's just a minute before the fight that kills us. Yeah, as soon as you start thinking, we could do this, then you don't. Yeah. It normally involves me doing something stupid like, I'm going to run over and try and save this person. Or, uh, oh, I can see people shooting over there. I'm going to go in and wait for them to destroy each other and then take out the remaining scraps. It never ends that well. Yeah, I, I think that's the right idea. It just never seems to work for us. Not helped. The last time I could think of us doing it, we had no idea where they were. We couldn't see them. We sort of skirted around. Well, it, we must have been right around the corner from them. Yeah. But just couldn't see them. No idea where they were. And... That meant they managed to heal up and take the high ground and get to the place we needed to be before us, and we died. Yeah. Also uh, still continually playing Clash Royale, because that's me. I've hit my best ever score on it. Yeah, I'm still massively enjoying it. I'm approaching a very expensive endgame where 
you have four different types of cards. You've got commons, rares, epics, legendaries, and all of my commons are pretty much maxed out. I'm now getting to the point where the rares are maxed out. Then it's just, it gets ridiculously expensive. But the money coming in, because you've got max stuff, goes up so much. So you earn hundreds of thousands of gold per month just by playing. And when you get a chest, if you've already maxed out that card and you get that card back, then it's like, okay, instead, here's a load of gold. Yeah. It's definitely up there in my most played games ever, I would say. And yeah, I'm never going to convince anyone else to play it, but <laughs> fuck it. I, I love it. And the only other thing of note that is um, relatively new is Dreams, which I bought the early access thing of. Yeah. It's like 30 quid or something. And that is great. I've barely touched the tutorials, which I want to do. But the stuff that other people have made is incredible. The Little Big Planet stuff that people were making was strange and unusual and inventive, considering it was a platformer and they were making calculators and stuff. But this is, you can make anything, and they really, really are. The people recreating Dark Souls, Metal Gear Solid 1 accurately, and you're creating stuff from scratch. You're not importing graphics or music like you would on a PC or mods or something. They're making stuff from scratch. It's incredibly impressive. And there's some really inventive game types and there's just all sorts of stuff. I really wish I had the time to come up with something. I've got some ideas, but you need to learn how the physics system works. And, you know, I'm not much of an artist. So the best thing about it probably is that people work as communities. So if you're really good at drawing and the programming side, you don't really care about, you can just make like, People go, oh, I've made loads of trees. Like, If you want all sorts of different types of trees, I've made them. And then someone else will take them. The person who made the trees will get credited in that game. And then someone else will make music. And again, they'll get credited. So there's tons of stuff that you can pilfer from, like music and graphics. People have made their own physics engines, kind of. So you can steal those. Background skyboxes, all sorts of stuff. So you could... If you know what you're doing, you could probably just pilfer something that everyone else has made and put it all together in a unique way. Yeah. It's fantastic. It's mind-bogglingly, at this point, confusing, but I really want to get into the creating side. I wonder if they learn... You know, you were saying how you can you can make stuff and compare it to Little Big Planet. Hmm. Because Little Big Planet... I remember playing... Well, Little Big Planet 2, which is a hugely underrated game. It's a really, really good game better than the first one by by distance there's stuff in that that they they hired people who had made stuff in little big planet one to make stuff like make worlds in yeah. um little big planet two and so you'd get like a shoot em up level and things like that which obviously the game wasn't set up to build but they find ways around it and i wonder if that's because it works with like triggers doesn't it and switches and things so i wonder if mm. if they sort of worked like oh right people have managed to do this so this is how we'll you know we we just make that process easier like people have managed to turn things you know, the computer example because it was like there was memory in and Minecraft has done it as well but like people have made memory inside Little Big Planet and inside Minecraft which yeah. is incredible but it's just done with switches and essentially binary so I wonder if once you've seen how people do that you you can work backwards from there and, and that's if that was the inspiration for dreams like that's how we're going to build it we just need to make it more interesting 
it's just extraordinary. It's it's the first thing ever, I think, that's made me consider buying the move controls. Oh right. Because that seems to be a better way of sculpting things and drawing. Which you can use the pad, but it looks, if you have uh, two move controllers, it looks like a much better system. Essentially, like, you've got two mouse. Mice? Mice? Mice. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it seems pretty incredible. And um, one of the reasons I haven't been playing much is because uh, I've been watching Game of Thrones. <laughs> so it's worth mentioning, but I'm not going to, well, obviously we're not going to spoil the end. I've been really, really enjoying going back and watching Game of Thrones. I've done it as well prior to this series starting and I was surprised how quickly it moved in the first series my or first few series because my memory of it is that it moved really slowly and the pace all of a sudden picks up which I think it does but mm. actually stuff happened by stuff that I thought took like three four episodes happened by episode two yeah I had noticed that with um with Daenerys and also there's a bit with Jon Snow and his wilding bitch yeah that I thought took months and it's like oh no it took like take two episodes or something yeah i wonder if it's just i don't know about you but i was i kind of more or less not quite the first series because i jumped on that late but i've more or less watched it as it comes out and so that gap that weekly gap has sort of changed my viewing of it in uh, in my memory i guess whereas actually going back through and binging it you realize there isn't a lot of downtime i took a different approach to everyone else i came to it two or three series in and i've watched every series bar this one with my best mate in Manchester and we've watched it a series behind everyone else yeah so basically when it comes out on DVD by that by which point the new series is coming out on the TV so I've already had things spoiled for me so I knew like oh this character's dead but not really and you know I know that this character's gonna die I've got a vague idea how they die so when it came to this series this guy in work very kindly from out of nowhere gave me his now TV login and I've been watching it live, or kind of live, uh, as it's been going on. We watched one episode in work, which was quite cool. Getting paid to watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> but it's all over now, and um, I don't know what I'm going to do with the rest of my time, other than carry on finishing the rest of Game of Thrones. Yeah. Uh, the Chernobyl show is really good. Not very long, I would have thought, but it's really good. I think that's on my list of things I want to watch. But that's it. I, I, I don't want to go into too much thing on Game of Thrones, or indeed spoil it. On the whole, I think they did a good job. Fell off a little bit at the right at the end, but, you know, what can you do? I've seen worse endings to series. I've probably seen better as well, but... Yeah. To tie it back to video games, it actually makes me want to play the Telltale game, which at the time it came out, I think I was a bit Telltaled out. Yeah. And I'd heard it wasn't great, and I was a series behind, so I didn't really want to spoil anything, or i just probably end up getting very confused about what was going on. But I've got it on my PS4, so I'm probably going to try that. In fact, that can go in my want. So here we are in the want section. <laughs> so I want to try that. And also more time, because I've still been doing loads of overtime and stuff. So, um, which is largely the reason why I haven't played much. Yeah, more time for want. And been the same, really, just the lack of time. But that's all my stuff. So we'll do some forum bits. First of all, we've got Whiskey Chaser. This is what he's been playing. I've been playing Earth Defense Force 5. I've beat the game on normal difficulty with Sly. Now we're going through on hard with a bit of help from Reg. About 40 missions in and it's starting to become a bit more of a challenge. And Slay the Spire. Yup, still going. Yeah, they, um, the three of them have been loving uh, Earth Defense Force 5. I'm kind of tempted to give it a try, but I really did not like the one I played on 360. Which by all accounts is quite different because this has got classes and 
leveling up and stuff in it and from my memory of the 361 it doesn't it's just um a pretty repetitive action game yeah that the one i played had classes and yeah it had like armor and weapons that you could pick up and improve we still didn't like it <laughs> no i was deliberately staying quiet then i'm not every <laughs> every month i don't want to but you know yeah slay the spire i've still i mean it just goes out of my head how that plays and stuff i think it's a card game isn't it it's a card turn-based battler yeah i think it's turn-based i'm pretty sure it's turn-based yeah I'm looking forward to getting that. The PS4 has a release date, which I think is June. I seem to think it's June. They still haven't announced the Switch one, so I'd probably want it on Switch. We're probably at the point now where it's, let's wait for Digital Foundry to see if the Switch version is broken or not. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to trying it. And here's Want. Nothing really. Nothing's jumping out at me. Yeah, fair enough. And here's Bin. Bin spending money on new games. Time to clear some backlog. Yeah, I've been on... A, well, I'd say that. I look around my room and I've got like four games that I've, <laughs> I've bought cheap. But yeah, I'm with him on that. I've like... I've This year has been quiet. Mm. So it has been quite a good time to... Like, I've went back to The Witcher and, and a few other things. So I'm, I'm with him on that. Getting some stuff cleared off and finished. Yeah. On to Snaggletooth. And this is what he's been playing. I've been playing Skyrim. And yet again the draw of Skyrim is great. I'm back for another playthrough. And Mortal Kombat 11. Story was great and fun to play. But, dot dot dot. I'm tempted by Mortal Kombat 11 despite um, some stuff that he will get onto in a bit. The stories, well not necessarily the story in Mortal Kombat games, but the way they do the story mode is fantastic. Yeah. And I really loved 9 and 10 for that. If they went onto PS Plus, I'd probably be willing to, to play through them. I really didn't like Injustice, even with the story. I just didn't like mm. it. So that sort of put me off the Mortal Kombat, the modern Mortal Kombat games. But everyone says good things about the story, so I'd probably be willing to, you know, if they were there on PS Plus, I'd be willing to play them. Yeah. He's got no want, uh, so we dive straight into his bin. I'm binning Mortal Kombat 11. The grind even post-patch is bloody unbearable. It quickly sapped out any ounce of fun I was getting from the game. Given the details of this didn't come to light until the game had taken my money, it has put me off pre-ordering games in future. This game needs continued negative press. Seems these days you can release a subpar patch and people move on, rather than continue to hold issues like this over the publisher's heads. Yeah, that's pretty much what people were worried about before the game came out, mm. was how, how bad the grind is. And hearing multiple people say there's exactly the same thing, that kind of saps my enthusiasm for trying Mortal Kombat 11. It's Warner Brothers, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, they have a real habit of filling their games with shit. Yeah, I really don't think that's a Neverrealm thing. I've, that has to be directed from the top of uh, Warner Brothers. Yeah, because you look at Shadow of War, I think it was called, the sequel to mm. Shadow of Mordor, People loved Shadow of Mordor. I, I really enjoyed it. And then the sequel, everyone hated and very quickly went very, very cheap. Yeah. They tried fixing it and, and all that. It just wasn't... They destroyed the reputation of that series to the point where maybe we'll get another one. But I don't know. Like, no one's asking for one. No. They've got the license and it was successful for them, but they've, you know, Batman... I don't know, maybe they didn't ruin that, but it's not... You know, I don't think people played Arkham Knight and were itching to get back into it the response to the mess of that as well was was terrible yeah so warner brothers they're, they're awful yeah been warner brothers as well yeah speaking of uh, that kind of stuff onto mf nick this is what he's been playing i've been on mortal kombat 11 
feels really good and the story mode is fantastic, was surprised by the negativity voiced last month. This and X are great fighting games, I believe these hold up with the best fighting games of this generation. Definitely held my attention more than Street Fighter 5 did, that's for sure. And Hitman 2, really well made and very smart. Love how it holds my hand through some of the more elaborate assassin scenarios too, because I'm usually too much of an idiot to figure them out for myself. And finally, Rocket League, as always. It's the addition of weekly challenges which makes it worth mentioning again. They've been implemented surprisingly well, and have got me playing some extra modes which is always good. He's been enjoying Mortal Kombat 11. Yep. Fair play to him. I could definitely see getting more out of it than Street Fighter 5. I know different classes probably fuming hearing that. <laughs> Street Fighter 5 is not terrible to play. I didn't like it as much as 4. And they have added stuff, but... Like you know, the story mode they added was actually quite good, and they added a few other things. But it just Street Fighter Five kind of deserved what it got, really. And Hitman Two, I really surprised myself that I never got it, but hmm. I want to get it at some point. And Rocket League is always a game that I I keep wanting to try again. Much like um, Splatoon Two, it's like I'm going to go play Splatoon Two <laughs> again. I'm going to play Rocket League again, and yeah, I'll get back to it at some point. Onto his want. I want Rage Two. Looks like good dumb fun. Count me in. Hope it's not shit. Are you up for Rage 2? Yeah, I think so. Like it now the reviews are out and they kind of confirmed what I was worried about with it, that I don't really like Avalanche's way of making games, and that Mad Max game I thought was really boring. One of the issues being that there's no real difference between main story missions, key missions, and side quests. There's all these little areas dotted around the map. And something you go in and just get in like you might find a car part there or something like that. But the story would then take you to the same little outposts, little tiny things. You weren't... I don't know if you ever played Rage, the first one, but it would be you drove somewhere and it would be like a, a dungeon, essentially, that you'd go in and, and kill some stuff. So it felt like you were doing stuff. There were side missions as well, but you felt like you were actually doing a level. And Mad Max didn't really feel like that, and that was what I worried with Rage 2. And that seems to be what people have said about it. Hmm. It certainly seems from what I've seen. But then the gunplay looks great like it looks yeah. brilliant so i kind of am tempted by it i think it was i forget who it was someone on the forum was saying they've beaten it quite quick uh i don't know if nick picked it up or not someone's played through it and said it they seem to suggest it was not very long at all it's dropped in price quite a bit on pc as well um but it's still the bethesda launcher which i'm not keen on because it's like the only game i'd ever have on it Yes, is the answer to your question, Hendo. This was yeah. almost my want, but I thought, I yeah. don't know if I'll actually buy it, but I could see me, I could see me having it by the end of the year. Let's put it that way. On to his bin. I'm binning Mortal Kombat 11. The grind side and all the unnecessary bullshit in it. The consumables, augments and cosmetics are really poorly implemented. Snaggletooth has said it better than I can. It's utter wank. Just adding up what Snaggletooth yep. has said, really, that the grind is terrible. Onto one-armed dwarf, this is what he's been playing. I've been playing Final Fantasy VII. At the rate I'm going through this on Switch, the remake might already release by the time I kill Sephiroth. Yeah, everyone seems to be um, getting excited for the remake at the minute. Are you looking forward to it? Oh, absolutely. I can't wait to see how it's changed yeah. and stuff. Onto his want. There's nothing coming out that I want. 2019 video games are done for me until Doom Eternal. Yeah, Doom Eternal, more Doom. I'm a little... I don't know, I thought this when I picked up Doom on the Switch that I might have been a bit doomed out. Not because I like this, oh, there's been so much Doom recently, but 
but I'm not itching for another one. But at the same time, I've been really enjoying Doom on the Switch, and that's a, an inferior version of it. So, like Doom Eternal, hopefully it's really good. But yeah, I, I suspect that might be one of the best games of the year. Yeah. To be Blakey about it. To goat. Yeah. On to his bin. Bin DMC5. Because I love it and I'm so happy it got made, but I'm sort of too good at it now to still enjoy the challenge. And Sekiro. Sorry, I just don't enjoy it. To be fair, that guy has got his money's worth out of DMC5. Yeah. So, um, fair play to you. And Sekiro is another one that I, much like Rocket League Splatoon 2, thought, yeah, I'll get back to that. That's my plan, is for the next month, is I'm going to start it back up again and start from scratch. I wonder if other people join you on that, because it has gone a bit quiet on Sekiro, and I, I do think only a couple of people ended up finishing it. So I wonder mm. if it will be something that, in the quiet period, I mean, the extra quiet period that we've got coming up, if a couple of people will pick it up again. Yeah, I think it's largely gone quiet because you've either finished it or you've stopped playing it because you, um, like one on Dwarf, you didn't get on with it. Yeah. Or similar to me, that a combination of that and time and stuff. But also it doesn't have the open-ended or kind of open-endedness of the Souls games or Bloodborne of secrets to find and stuff like that. And in Bloodborne, you've got the Chalice Dungeons and stuff. And this is basically a linear or fairly linear story so um once you've finished that's basically it you can do new game plus but you know that's it really i was gonna ask this might not be a good question to ask you if you've not played it as much but do you think it gets to do you think it's in the running for game of the year for but well the forum but other sort of you know outlets and stuff i mean i'm sure someone will but from what we've had so far this year i'd say it's in the top 10 yeah for me it's probably top two or three because that first week you would have had it nailed on yeah, but the way it's just fallen away, it's gone a bit quiet. I, I, yeah, I'd be interested to hear people's thoughts on it because I, I do wonder if people just fell off because, or if basically what I'm wondering is people really enjoyed it but didn't finish it. I'm wondering if that's what happened. I still think that um, it'll be highly regarded come the end of the year. Yeah. Moving on to Big Cop Man, this is uh, what he's been playing. Been playing the Division Two. Finally hit the end game now and currently looting for loot and The Witcher 3, my guilty game. I love it but dropped off it a while ago, but always felt that I should be playing it. Back on it now when I need a break from The Division. Yeah, Division 2's had some few people um, still loving it, and Witcher 3. Did Tommy finish Witcher 3? Oh, I don't know, actually. I think he stopped playing it to play Sekiro. Yeah, but... he got really close to the end, so I can't remember if he did finish it or not. If not, he should go back and just do the last bit because he's, he's really close to the end I have a feeling he might have done it and then he was doing the DLC yeah that's another one to my go back to because um, Blood and Wine the second DLC yeah I need to do that as well yeah so uh, we should probably um, do that um, at the same point yeah game club yeah I'm up for that give me an excuse to just knuckle down and play something yeah The Witcher 3 is for me easily the, the game of the generation though yeah it's, it's up there for yeah on to his want I want Crash Team Racing the best kart racing game there is. Hope the remaster does this game justice. It was so good. Yes, yeah, second best kart racing game of the year. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, are you um are you interested in that Sonic racing game? Not really, but I still almost did. I almost I almost sort of bought it. I saw a thing on Twitter saying Sonic Racing is eighteen percent off this week, ready for pre-orders. I went looking; it was America. I was like, oh, yeah. But 
it's a bit more flush at the minute, I think I probably would have just gone, yeah, fuck it, I'll, I'll buy it. And finally, uh, Big Cop Man's bin. Bin dreams. Not because it's bad or anything, just that I've had no time to get into it at all. Gutted. It's joined my backlog for the time being. The thing about dreams is, which is why I'm not in a great hurry to, to go through it, because it's in early access. Yeah. It comes up with warnings quite often of, uh, be warned that this is early access, so your progress may get reset at some point. Because this is basically for people to make stuff. I'm not in a great hurry to do stuff because at some point I will finish it. Yeah. I'm quite happy that I bought it early and I bought it digital. So it's not something that I was like, oh, I'm going to trade it in at any point. It's I'm happy for it to live there. And there's definitely going to be times when people are making really cool stuff. It'll make news headlines and I'll boot it back up and check out how it's going. Same for Big Cop Man as well, I guess. With it being early access, you get the release as well as, as the excuse to get back into it. Sometimes you put a game down and you realise that, oh, I haven't played it for a week, I'm never going to play it again. Yeah. With this, at least, you you might get that build-up of hype again to, to get you back into it. Yeah, that's enough for me and my forum people, so on to you. What have you been doing? Well, I'll start with Box Boy and Box Girl which is just one game. It's one of those games that's a little difficult to explain, but if you saw it, you'd understand it straight away. Hmm. It's a, a puzzle platformer. You're a block who can make other blocks appear, like he can expand to become other blocks. You can then throw them to use them as platforms or steps, if you know, so you can change the shape of them, but you're limited in terms of how many you can make. So the level might only let you make three, which means you do two forward, one up, you've got steps, or yeah. three across or something. You eventually start getting powers added so that you can say put three blocks on top of your head going outwards jump off a ledge those blocks land touching a, a further ledge and you can sort of pull yourself you end up where they touched if that makes sense mm. it's a puzzle game it's short levels and you have to work out how to get to the end and there's i guess trophies to it where you have to do it in as few moves as possible and it's, it's graded and you still make progress, I think. I don't think it caps you. I think you just have to get through. I don't think you have to go and redo stuff, but I, I don't know because I generally was trying to get everything as I went along. There's a few that I didn't. There's also hidden crowns in a level. Well, not hidden, but you have to work out how to get them, which is difficult if you're trying to do it in as few moves as possible. But yeah, it mixes the, the levels up quite a lot. So you end up with 0G levels, which are really good. Levels where you can sort of push through, I guess it's like dirt or sand or something, and you can destroy that but that might mean you've got nothing to grab onto or you know to stand on some of it is just like lots of spikes or you need to block lasers with blocks on your head or underneath but introduce like hopping mechanics and things it, it's it's one of those things that nintendo does quite often where it's like we've come up with this concept and now we're going to add mechanics to it every world is based around a mechanic and the flip side to that is you can then use those mechanics in ways that the game it feels like the game hasn't taken account for so it'll set up a mission later on. It turns out if you use one of these other skills that you've got taught, you can do it in like a lot easier than if you did it quote unquote properly. So you can do it in fewer moves. The zero G ones are a prime example of that. The issue with it, I guess, is this is what the fourth one, I think. Sounds about right. Yeah. So it was a 3DS game originally, and it was brilliant. the The original Box Boy is a fantastic game. I've only played that one and then this one, and I found this really, really easy at the start. But I finished Box Boy from, I think, Ed and uh, Spatula have both said the same, that it's just too easy. And it is for a long, long time. It's really, really easy. It does get tougher, 
but even when I got to like the sort of secret worlds with or like the post the bits you can't see the second half of Box Boy's world that was still fairly easy the only challenge coming from trying to get all the crowns and do it in as few moves as possible you then get there's a third character who you can play as his stuff tends to get a bit tougher particularly again if you're you're going for the crowns and that there is a hint system but the hint system is basically here's how you do it it's not a hint right when sometimes you kind of just want a hint and it's only a hint of how to get past that bit not how to get the secret crown which is generally the only bit you'd need the help for i think but there's quite a lot of game there i think it's supposed to be like nine pound or something essentially where it ends with box boy that was about where i expected it to end so when you play as uh, i think it's called a tall tail or something like that the third character is like this taller block rectangular which changes the mechanics a bit all that stuff as well added on it feels like actually a very full game so even though it is easy you don't feel shortchanged by it whereas i think if they'd stopped just at that then then you would have done there's also two player modes and um some challenge stuff and that but it's yeah it's cool i, I really recommend it it's a great little game good on the handheld i recommend the 3ds version if you ever get the chance but i think that chance might have gone yeah but yeah it's it's cool I played, and I think Kramer Edge joined me on this as well, a game called Burning Daylight on the PC, which is a free game, and it's made by, I think, like an art college or something. It's a bit like Limbo, but without any platforming and, and very few puzzles, really. It's one of those games that's about something. So I think about humans, our dependence on technology and our inability, seemingly, to you know put a screen down, and so our engagement with it, wearable tech and things like that, so... It's got a message to it. I'm not sure I fully understood the ending. I'm not too sure. Without wanting to spoil things, quite what it's saying. I understand it. I just don't know precisely. Right. Which is, is maybe deliberate. But yeah, it's, it's cool. It's got a really good look to it. There's not a lot to it, like gameplay-wise. It's it's more of a sort of interactive story, I guess, or interactive experience. It's a bit seedy and, and stuff. It's, it's interesting. The reason... I forgot about this. I forgot why I, I picked it up. The reason I started playing it was, I think it popped up on Steam. And if you ever use Steam, you hover over the up and coming and all of the images are censored because it's like, yeah, this is mature content. This is mature content. This is mature content. Steam is just full of sex games now. That's what I've heard. Yeah. But this way, I sort of took a look at it and it was just this bald, naked bloke. So it's like, that's a bit weird. It doesn't look like nudity. I mean, it is nudity, but it doesn't look like this creepy... Actually, in some ways, it's, it's creepier. But yeah, so I clicked on it. I, I went on the forums, the Steam forums, which are not a place you really want to go. I bet. I couldn't tell if it was people joking or not, like just trolling. But it was full of people complaining about the number of dicks. And it's just, it's just <laughs> wall-to-wall dicks. Just dicks everywhere. It sounds like a game for me. So I, I just sort of like had a sort of look at the, the trailer for it and stuff. And I was like, yeah, do you know what? This isn't what I was expecting, so I'll, I'll give it. It's free, so I'll I'll give it a try. So because people were so upset about it, I, I gave it a go. But I, a lot of those people who were upset were like Steam accounts with zero Steam levels. So they started an account but then never played anything. So I right. suspect they might have just been trolling, going onto the Steam forums and taking the piss. But which, if I was an art student or something, if I was, you know, maybe that would be part of it. That'd be part of what I I do. I wanted to talk about attitudes towards uh, nudity and things. But yeah, it's a good little experience it's called Burning Daylight. It's on Steam. It's free. It takes maybe 40, 50 minutes to play through. It's worth playing. And it's water wall dicks. Yeah, well, there's a bit where there's a guy wanking in a chair as well. <laughs> so, yeah. Great. I've made it sound more filthy than it is, but it's got a sort of 
a dirty griminess to to everything but it's yeah it's not offensive it's just you know it just is what it is i've discovered picross great let me explain it to you hendo right it's basically sudoku but with pictures it's great really good concept i think i'm the first person to ever talk about it i've not heard of such a concept yeah it sounds like something that i might enjoy <laughs> yeah yeah i've been playing that pixel puzzle the konami one yeah little retro images and stuff and uh, I think I'm at like 25% of the pictures discovered or something. I've been playing it a lot. It's killing my battery. And I don't know if it's because the screen is on all the time or it's doing something in the background or what, but it really eats battery. It's great. And it's uh, one of those things that you sort of put on and you're like, I'll just play for five minutes. And then, you know, you plug in your phone in because you've been playing for an hour and a half and you just need to finish this puzzle before you go to bed. But then you just do another one and then another one. So, yeah, I, I really like it. Pixel Puzzle, free on Android and iOS, presumably. There is adverts, but it's just pop-up, like, adverts for Pez. Like, there's no video or anything so far. Yeah. Now you should get the ones on the uh, Switch. Yeah, possibly. And the uh, 3DS one as well is meant to be amazing. Yeah. I was toying with it, but I think while I've got this one, I don't need another one. So if I just run out of steam with this one and, and start to get a bit bored with it, then I'll consider picking up a, a different one. Yeah. So the, the big one I've, I've put a lot of time into is Days Gone, which uh, I didn't buy. I was toying with buying it, to be honest. I'm glad I didn't. But my uh, housemate bought it. And then his... We've, I've talked to you about this. His PlayStation is fucking filthy. Yeah. Covered in dust. It makes so much noise. So it crashed. Every time he tried doing anything, it, it crashed. He was telling me about it. I was like, yeah, why don't you just clean your PlayStation? I've cleaned it. He hasn't fucking cleaned it. Um, but he's adamant he took it apart and cleaned it when he played Horizon, which also like made my PlayStation make noise. So, you know, I dust mine and I clear out the, the vents at the side and stuff. So I'm not surprised it's overheating. But he's now just refusing to buy any modern games for, for his PlayStation rather than just clean because he's been told to. He won't clean his, his PlayStation now. Funny thing is he's got another PlayStation, but he won't, <laughs> he won't use that either. He was on about getting a Pro, but that won't happen. So he's never going to play it. So now I've got it. It's a very, very, very long game. Ridiculously long. Too long. It feels like it's where I thought it was going to end. It should have ended. And even then I would have said it was long. But it feels like all the problems they had getting this running, getting this working, whatever the game was going to be, the writers and the people who create the missions just carried on working. And the artists creating the next step of the world and all that sort of stuff. They just kept coming in like, well, I need to do something. And so they just created three games worth of content. It's the Akami of not great zombie games. Oh dear. It's not terrible. It, like The reviews that it got seem to be, I didn't really read anything, but score-wise seem to be about right. There's certain gameplay loops to it. So you'll, you'll quite often arrive at a place, hide in the bushes, mark some people, and then try and stealth them out until you get spotted or until something goes wrong. And then you have to use your louder guns. You know, you can get silenced car mufflers to put on your gun and stuff. Which sort of brings me to something actually. I've stopped getting them. You could find them in the world. They just, you open up a car and that it was in there. For whatever reason, that's just stopped giving them to me. And it keeps coming up on the tooltip saying, oh, you can just get them like this. I have to buy them. And I don't know if it's a bug or if it's just something... Once you get into a certain point in the game, the game's just like, yeah, you buy these now. You can afford them. They cost $30 and you've got 2000 So just buy them. I don't know. It's, it's a weird one, but you're, you can't carry more than one, at least at the minute. They burn through them very quickly. It's, it's a bit of a pain. It sort of sums up. You extrapolate from that all the problems of this game where 
the sort of core gameplay, the gunplay is mostly fine. You get a focus thing where it slows down time and you can shoot stuff, but that's really limited until you find things that expand it. And even that, you have to choose between health and stamina because you're going to need to run because of the hordes. And then this focus thing, you can craft stuff, but you're limited as to how much you can carry. And you're limited as to how much of not only the crafting stuff you can carry, but how many of the items you can carry. So Molotovs, for example, you can only carry five, but you can only carry enough to make another six or seven or ten, possibly. I think it's actually another five, and then that's something you can expand. That then goes on to scrap, which are used to repair your bike if it gets damaged, repair your melee weapon if it gets damaged, and if you're using the bow to make arrows. But you need another thing to make the arrows, which is rarer and harder to find. Uh, and again, you can't carry a lot of it, so it's not like you could just stock up on it and have loads of it. You also can't buy these materials anywhere, you just have to find them in the world. Right. But if you go out into the world, you're likely to get attacked by stuff. So one of the things it does as well is, as you progress through the game, rather than the game getting easier because you've got stronger, you've cleared things out because you can clear out these infestations of, of freakers, the, the zombies. The game actually just gets more full and more aggressive. They're everywhere, they're all over the road. For the middle of nowhere, after the apocalypse, it is very populated. You get marauders who lay traps for you to, as you're riding along to hit. I've mostly spotted them before I hit them, so you can jump off the bike. You can jump off the bike right before their cord that they've put across the road to knock you off the bike, and then just start stealth killing them, because they don't really react. Animals that can run as fast as your bike, and will drag you off your bike. There's all sorts of stuff, and it just means going out into the world generally means that you're burning fuel which is there's quite a lot of fuel in the world to find but you burn through it really quickly it's not a realistic bike at all you can eventually right at the end of the game get uh, a big fuel tank that you know holds quite a lot the fuel canisters are unlimited as well yeah they are and there's petrol stations that still have petrol that you can just ride up to and press circle but you might be attacked whilst you're stopping there which is something the game has introduced and like i say as, as you go through the game rather than getting easier it just starts doing more bullshit which means you want to spend less time in the world because i'm going to burn through my health items because i can't carry a lot i'm going to burn through my ammo because i can't carry a lot i'm going to burn through scrap to repair my bike i'm going to burn through fuel getting from a to b it's sometimes easier just to quick travel everywhere and pay for the fuel because you've just done a mission so you've been given five thousand credits so just pay for the fuel. The thing that stops that is infestations. You have to clear the roads of infestations. They're located together generally, and you use your Molotovs to burn down these nests, which is fine. But again, you can only carry so many Molotovs if you don't find the stuff around there. And generally, if you need it, there's stuff around, but it's not throwing loads of it at you. It's, you know, there'll be enough to make two or three. Yeah, it just gets very frustrating. And the thing that's really sort of made it less fun is like i said it started to feel like i'd broken the back of it and then it starts introducing more difficult zombies so there's these things called screamers which work like the screamers in left for dead right you get bears and then zombie bears <laughs> these giant powerful zombies but didn't get very far it was a fairly short mission left the base that i was in got attacked by marauders at the petrol station got on my bike got attacked by runners which dragged me off the bike. And then I think, did a horde appear or something? There was like three, th oh no, I got shot by a sniper. That was it. Yeah, there's stuff like that. It's just like, fuck's sake. Like, I don't want to play this. But by that point, it's like, well, if I, have to, if I turn it off now, I've just got to reload and do this bit again. It does that with missions as well, where it starts doing, just adds a level of bullshit to things. 
where, oh, I thought I was done, but now there's a bear out here, or there's a horde here, or, or something. So I, I did a mission where I had to free someone in these caves, and I could see, because you've got, you know, Witcher vision, I could see this horde above me. I didn't make any noise. Yet as soon as I freed this guy, I could hear the, the horde running for no reason. They just triggered because the game wanted them to trigger. Mm. And it does that every now and then you'll have instances where they just appear on you. I shot a gun and they just immediately materialized on top of me. I was obviously sat in their spawn point. And yeah, you, you see enemies just like vanish into uh, existence. It becomes a really frustrating thing. The world is weird. I, I know I've rambled on about this a lot, but this is the bit where it gets a bit esoteric and this is the sort of thing that only I care about. And even, I don't care that much, but there's these people called the Rippers. They act like freakers, they're zombie people. They sort of base themselves on that. They've took over a region. There's a treaty between one group and another group, or one group and them. You don't go in their territory. They, like, torture people. They burn all the tattoos off, and so to become a member, they, you know, they take a knife to you and write R.I.P. in your head and draw all these symbols and stuff. Who wants to join those people? How do they have a community? <laughs> it makes no sense. And there's anarchists at the end of the world where there's fucking zombies everywhere. There's anarchists. And again, there's lots of them, and they have a community, and they keep building little... Um, cairns like little stone like piles of stones right you know the way anarchists do it's just there's just stuff like that is really stupid the the characters are all over the place in one scene they'll be really nice with you and really friendly you're like, oh they're all right and then you'll do a different mission and you'll talk to them on the radio or something and you hate each other like you've just made an understanding you've just got on with each other it makes like it's as though not all the parts are talking to each other the relationship between Deacon and his wife never feels real, and or maybe towards the end of the game it starts to get there. But the reason it doesn't is because, and you're seeing it mostly in flashbacks, they are always being coy with each other. They are always being flirty with each other. Yet, you see them on their wedding day, and you see them when he proposes, and you see them after he's proposed. And they're still not being themselves around each other. It's like they've only just met right. at every single point. That's not how relationships work. And I understand that that's maybe how games work, but for it to be a better telling of that story, it needs to feel more like a relationship. It needs to feel more ordinary, because that would be. It also makes no sense that they would get together because she's like a high-level researcher and he's part of a biker gang. He's also supposed to be this badass, but then like he has a code that he won't hurt women, uh, unarmed women, but he fucking murders loads of people. Yeah, I've heard the exact same thing, that he'll say, I'm not harming women, and then the very next submission, he's, like, dragging a woman to become a slave or something. Yeah, so, I mean, that is something it touches on, like, this camp, but it's it's preposterous that he doesn't realise what this camp is. What it reminds me of with a lot of these characters is, because there's bits where one of them talks about working for, like, I don't know, like a charity or something like that, and it's just someone you walk past, but you hear him say it a lot in this particular camp. It feels like when you see middle-class kids, or middle-class people, I guess, talking about the streets. Like, yeah, I grew up in a tough area. I grew up, yeah, when I, where I grew up. And you're like, no, you fucking didn't. And I'm not saying I did, but it's that thing of, it's pretend tough guy. It's mm. like, they're talking big, but you kind of get the feeling none of these people. The contradiction is, for them to have survived, they would have had to have done terrible things. But they, because the game wants you to like them, you never see them do terrible things. Apart from Deacon, but you're supposed to disconnect what he's doing and, and stuff. So yeah, you get things where people tell you, like, never come back here. If you come back here, I'll kill you. And then you go back there, and it's like, oh, you're all right. 
How you doing? You've been alright? Yeah, cool, good. So there's lots of that. It's just a mess, but it's not a bad game. It's just far too long and too clumsily put together, I think, too clumsily written. It has got really buggy for me, but another patch has hit today. Apparently the last patch introduced loads of bugs. Right. Because I've had sound not playing. It's hitched up more as I've gone along, but I thought the area I'm in uh, is quite desolate, so I just figured it was a case of I can see more, I can see further, but I think maybe they're, they're just patching it. I would have stopped playing it. had If I'd bought it, I would have just got rid of it. I can't give it back because my housemate can't do anything with it. So it's sort of like, I might as well just keep playing it. And I've put so much time into it now, I might as well finish it. Yeah. But there was a point, there was a mission that I had to do where I did think, this is it, this might be the point where I just put it down and never come back to it because I can't do it. And it's been a very long time since I've had that experience. Grid my teeth and managed to get past it. And I don't know. I, yeah, like I say, it's, it's just a weird thing. It's, I don't like spending time in the world, but the game is not. The gameplay in and of itself is not terrible. But that's my full Days Gone rant. I didn't look at my notes once, Hendo. Excellent. Which so just all that means is at the end, I'll be saying to you, oh, can, I just add, can you just edit this in for me, please? Yep. But, but yeah, I'd say I just thought of one. <laughs> oh, well, we'll leave it. <laughs> My once then, I've got a tab open on my PC, on my browser, that says, can you use PSVR on PC? Yes, you can, Hendo. Right. And uh, Spatula was telling me you can use it on the Switch as well. It's essentially the box is just an input and an output, I think, is my understanding of it. So it takes the, you know, the head tracking, all that sort of stuff. The box that you get on PSVR, the sort of processing box, turns all that into inputs. And that's what it's sending. And so the Switch can understand them, I think. I don't know. Yeah, the PC can understand them. So I'm going to try it. I maybe won't try The only thing I've got on the Switch that might work is Mario. I might give the PC a go because I've got a couple of things that, that might work. PSVR's not the most high-fidelity thing, so I'd no. probably rather not. But yeah, makes sense to use it. I try and do a VR thing every month, and I've fallen off this month. But I did you know, type that into Google and then leave the browser open, so... Yeah, I think maybe uh, getting that set up, I think. My bin is probably days gone. Like, I don't hate it. I'd, I'd give it a 6 out of 10, I guess, which is not a bad score for me, that, to be honest. Yeah. I wonder if some of the content that's in the game is because they were told, you aren't getting expansions, you aren't doing DLC, this is it. And so they just put yeah. it all in. Because, yeah, I, I wouldn't... As much as Horizon won me over and ended up buying the DLC and then not playing it, this hasn't and won't and I would never as soon as it gets put down that's it I'm never coming back to it yeah definitely um, I got the impression for that <laughs> you're just basically waiting to, for it to end yeah and it, it doesn't it doesn't end I, I thought like two days ago I'd finished it and it, I did well I thought before the weekend I'd finished it then I thought two days ago I'd finished it I think I even thought last night okay one more mission but it just keeps bringing stuff in that it's like, oh yeah, this storyline that you thought we might have just forgotten about. Nope. Just saved it to here. I think there's multiple endings as well, and I think that's where it factors in. If you do some of the side missions, you can get endings that involve that, but I don't know. I just... I take the fucking bad ending at this point. <laughs> but, oh well. Okay, well, moving on to what the forum have been playing, or back to the forum and what they've been playing. Uh, this is Blakey. Firstly, Days Gone. Probably only 12 hours and but really enjoying it so far. Wish I had more time to play it. Next, A Plague Tale. Innocence. Really looking forward to this one. 
Third, World War Z. Bought this after a great video review I watched and good word of mouth. Glad I did as it's been fantastic throughout, anyone that liked Left 4 Dead should definitely give this a go. Finally, Warhammer, Vermintide 2, went back to this to try to make some more progress in the story and have had a blast. Also scratches that Left 4 Dead itch, but is quite a different game in lots of ways. Yeah, World War Z, no one heard anything about it and then it came out and turns out it was good. Hmm. So, yeah, Epic Store exclusive though, isn't it, Endo? So, oh well. <laughs> It's a time for zombies as well. <laughs> yeah. okay. It's always a time for zombies though, really. Yeah, and he, I guess he's on a similar thing with Warhammer, Fermentide as well. It's a similar game from what I played at the first one, at least. Mm. Plague Tale Innocence, I've heard really good stuff about. What I've seen hasn't impressed me, but yeah, it's uh, apparently a brilliant game, towards the end especially. Mm. So maybe one to pick up. You know, Days Gone, you've, you know, he's put 12 hours in, enjoying it. He said to me the other day, it dropped down. It maybe wasn't an 8 out of 10 anymore. I think he said he, he currently a 6. The highest it'd ever get was a 7. So he's he maybe wouldn't have had the huge rant I've just had, but I hope he enjoys it. He enjoys most things. Yeah. Why not? Someone should enjoy it. This is Blakey's want. I want Crash Team Racing. Nitro Fueled. Really looking forward to this. And Super Mario Maker 2. Been wanting to give this series a go since missing it on Wii U. I'm interested in Crash Team Racing. I'm not immediately going to buy it, but I am immediately going to buy Super Mario Maker 2. Yeah. That looked incredible on the Direct they put out. That The amount of stuff they've added to the original is fantastic. Yeah, I never got around to playing the original. I'm not a Mario fan, really, so I don't really know why I bought it. But it came in a big box so from memory. Yeah. This is Blakey's bin. Bin lack of time. He's a man about the house now, so <laughs> he's got stuff to do. Yeah. Okay, and 3-4, this is what he's been playing. I've been playing Metro Exodus. Finished off Sekiro. So went straight into something a bit more chilled. Enjoyable, if a little clumsy story-driven FPS. Yeah, Metro, I I still kind of want to pick it up. It apparently sold quite well for him, which is good for the series, because I feel like this one maybe expands the scope so that we might well get a fourth one. Hmm. I think they've announced the uh, plan for the DLC. I think there's two pieces of DLC coming. So the eventual Steam version may be like a Game of the Year edition or something. Is that a year exclusivity? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Be interested to see how the Steam version sells, because it either sells really badly, or people will go, oh good, I'm glad it's out, and particularly if you throw the DLC in. Hmm. The DLC is going to be available to buy on Steam as it launches on Epic, Yeah. because of the people who bought the game, pre-ordered the game, I should say. But yeah, anyway, we you don't need another epic conversation. Didn't realise 3-4 had finished Sekiro as well. I, he wasn't one of the ones, so I think it's at least three people that finished it. Yeah, there's him, Blakey, Rick. Yeah. That might be it. I'm sure I'm forgetting someone and probably be very offended, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I think I think there's three of them. This is 3-4's want. Not much other than Borderlands 3. Destiny DLC out next month, so looking forward to that. I didn't realise he was still... You know, they've supported Destiny 2 quite a lot yeah i was gonna say i, I thought that um it finished pretty much because mm. i did hear some people talk about the last one but it seems to get quieter and quieter which is what you'd expect the game came out like what two years ago mm. maybe i'll finish it one day i got destiny 2 for free on the pc with my graphics card and this is three fours bin bin nothing this month yeah okay okay moving on then so uh this is what nag has been playing first day's gone I'm surprised just how much I like this. It can stand proud with Sony's best as far as I'm concerned. 
and Rage 2. Very early on with this, but I like what I've played so far. It's about the same point as I am, Nag. He's, uh, I thought I'd got quite far ahead of everyone, but then, so he's been playing it a lot. So you don't agree with the, um, the comment that can stand proud? I don't think so. I, I think, as I've said, I guess, it's in a better state than I think people expected it to be. Compare it to Spider-Man or God of War, whatever Sony <laughs> exclusives have there been. Uncharted, you know, Uncharted's like the antithesis of it in that it's so well put together. Bloodborne? Yep. Obviously you and Nag big fans of Bloodborne. I don't actually think Nag did come around on Bloodborne. Yeah. I don't think so, but it is in a better state. I'd prefer to play Infamous, to be honest, if I was going to play a, a Sony open world game. I guess Horizon is the other the other one. Like, it's it definitely pales in comparison to Horizon. And I say that as someone who didn't particularly love Horizon. Anyway, yeah, uh, Race 2, Forum seems on it. Forum seems to like it. Yeah. And this is Nag's Want. I want control. I was listening to a podcast recently where this talked about. It sounded like a lot of fun. I already have it pre-ordered in any case. And Gears 5, some news please. We can't have this radio silence for much longer surely. I want to see more of Control. I'm curious mm. about it. I guess we'll see it at E3 and probably both forgot to mention it the other day, but oh well. And also Gears 5, which we'll see at E3. Yeah, definitely. Okay, and this is Nags Bint. Anthem. Finished the campaign and it was okay. I really can't be asked with the grind though, so it's trade in for you. And the Division 2. I just have no desire to play the thing. I've not traded it so far but I've been very close. Maybe games as a service really aren't for me. Similar games, both came out at a similar sort of time. I guess you can understand why you'd, um, you'd feel similarly about them both. I think out of the two, I'd probably rather go for Division 2. That seems to get the better compliments yeah. on it. I think if you could play with someone as well, I could see Division 2. Division 2 seems to me very, very bullet spongy, but also that might not be the worst thing in terms of if you're playing with friends and talking. Hmm. Division 2 seems like the game that would suit best, whereas Anthem keeps you moving on quite a lot. A lot of asking. From my experience playing the beta release was asking, where are we going? What are we doing? Because you just weren't paying attention, whereas Division, I feel like you could get away with that more. Either way, neither of them are something I'd want to play. Rick, then, this is what he's been playing. I've been on Metal Gear Solid 5, been chipping away at this on my days off, mostly focusing on side ops and the hours are passing by so quickly, although I am starting to get fatigued now. He seems to be having a bit of a mixed experience with it. I know he says there that he loves it, but from seeing him chat, he's uh, he's maybe not enjoying it as much as he was. I still have so fond memories of that game, apart from the unfinished nature of it. This, as an open world, is so open yeah. in what you can do. And I'm guessing that Days Gone isn't really. You don't have a great deal of choice of different ways of dealing with things. It lays out things, but you can... It's got that thing of, I can tell there's going to be a fight here because there's a barrel there and there's cover yeah. there. But and also it does have certain gameplay types where it's like, now you're doing a motorbike chase, now you're doing this. Yeah, but Metal Gear is basically like, here's a thing that you have to do do it however you want basically yeah metal gear solid 5 was one of those games for a very long time i kept saying i was going to get back to i think i've accepted i'm never getting back to it yeah okay and this is rick's wants i want to start my new job already i've been unemployed for over a year and it's been awful but just like buses two jobs have come along at once i've been working part-time in my local cinema for a few weeks now but i got offered a full-time position with a digital cinema localization mastering and distribution company which I start on the 4th of June. I honestly can't wait. And Final Fantasy 7. All this talk of the remake has me itching to play the original again. 
I'll be picking it up on Switch when I start my new job so I can play it on my commute. Congrats on the new job, obviously. Yep. Yeah, Final Fantasy VII. It's sort of similar. I never played the original, really. I played a bit of it and thought it was fairly boring at the start, to be honest. But people loved it, so maybe give it a go at some point. But I've never really liked a Final Fantasy game. I might have said this exact thing last month, to be honest. Similar to him, I, I consider getting it and getting it on the Switch, because I feel like RPGs on a handheld are a bit easier to get through. Yeah. But yeah, and this is his bin. Bin the last 18 months. They've been fucking horrendous and I'm so glad everything my partner and I have been dealing with is finally over. Here's to the next 18 months. Congrats on um, getting through the 18 months, I guess. Yeah. Is there anything you've got planned? Assuming you're, let's say for argument's sake, you're on next month. What are you expecting to, to play between now and then? We want to start Sekiro over again? Yeah. I'd like to go through the tutorials on Dreams. It's probably not going to happen because that's... I feel like that's a bit of a commitment. Yeah, it seems to... It does, from what I've heard, take like 10 hours or something to do them all. Yeah, and they're not finished. They're going to add more. They've added more since it came out. Yeah. Or the early access version came out. I'm not too sure. What I do plan on doing is uh, we're doing an E3 podcast. Yeah. And we're halfway through because we have recorded the pre-bits, which is uh, us basically going, hello, and guessing and wild speculation... Which would be all completely wrong. So far, we've not been wrong about anything. We've just... No. There's going to be stuff there that we haven't said. Yeah. Which already, and then you're like, oh, yeah, of course. I hadn't even considered that. But Yeah. Yeah. So I'm doing some house sitting, I think, at some yeah. point. So I, I will be, I think, heavily on my Switch and possibly my 3DS. I also want to drag my PlayStation with me. So I picked up Fire Emblem Shadows of Valentia Echoes which is the remake right. of one of the old ones or something. I'm quite looking forward to it. I quite like a, an old um, Fire Emblem to play. Yeah. I've still got Axiom Verge. I said I was going to play if I got... Uh, yeah, Days Gone basically has been in the PlayStation. I need to get it done. And then I might finally put that in and play. Uh, I picked up Sushi Striker, which I was going to talk about a bit, but I figured I'd, I'd wait until I'd maybe played a bit more of it. So I've got that on the Switch. A couple of other things on the Switch as well during that sale. So... Yeah, I've got a few things lined up. I don't know that I'm necessarily going to be buying anything unless the Steam key for Rage 2 goes really cheap. Yeah. But I say that, I'll definitely buy something. It's fucking, I'm an idiot. Yeah, these things happen. Yeah. But yeah, aside from that, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. The next time anyone hears from us will uh, definitely be the E3 podcast. Oh, yeah. That's what I'll be doing in the next month, watching E3. Yeah. Cynically. <laughs> just moaning about all, about all of it every single yeah. bit of it but oh well apart from Ubisoft's intro I think yeah they've got to keep up the standard yeah but yeah that's it Um. so we'll see you in a couple of weeks